well, first 10 minutes of uh, the first two periods cost us a hockey game. You know, we, we didn't come out, uh, uh, you know, intense enough uh, in the first period. Uh, and then, you know, in the second period, in the first 10 minutes, we, uh, you know, the compete level wasn't high enough, the battle level wasn't high enough, and all of a sudden uh, it was 4 nothing before we know it. And not skating, not, uh, not hard on pucks, not one of your battles, um, you know. Wasn't crisp enough with the passing execution. I mean, I mean a lot of things, right? It's it's just not uh, one thing where we where we did wrong and we we cost ourselves five goals there. Um, you know, there's there's many things and um, didn't uh, the structure wasn't there. Um, you know, I think guys, you know, still competed and worked and stuff throughout the game. I just think uh, when we don't stick to the structure um, for 60 minutes. Um, you know, stuff like that happens. Well, that was your captain, Braden Shen, after last night's game. And the San Jose Sharks defeated the St. Louis Blues by a score of 5-1. to one. Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Kerber. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction, your next day post-game podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues and analysis breakdown highlights from the Blues game on the previous night. Last night, the Sharks came out, scored early, added four goals in the second, took a 5-0 lead on the Blues before Butchnevich would make it 5-1 in the third, and the Sharks snapped the St. Louis Blues three-game winning streak. With the loss, the Blues dropped to 8-6-1 on the season. They're leapfrogged by the Arizona Coyotes, who they will see later on on this road trip. The Arizona Coyotes moved the Blues to fifth place in the Central Division and knocked the Blues out of the second wild card spot. Let's get you right to the highlights. Scandella shoots it in. Unable to get there in time, Verona. Sharks right back up ice. Drag it into the Blues zone. Zadina shot on from the far side. Save made there by the goalie. Now stern far wing, tucked in, score. Mike Hoffman, former blue. Created that two-on-one, and they tuck it in, and the Sharks came out with a push. Two minutes and two seconds in, lead by a score of one to nothing. Won the face off, but the Sharks get it back. They bring it in. Tried to go down low to Hurdle, and it's taken away by Kapanen. Not cleared out. Long shot score. Sharks 17 seconds into the second period. On a slap shot from Nikita Ohuchuk. Was deflected in front. I believe it was Eklund that got a piece of it. And San Jose finds themselves leading 2 to nothing. Sharks moving into the middle. Shoot, score! Smith made it 3 nothing. The Sharks taking it to the Blues early in the second period. Sharks get it in the middle, 4-0 San Jose. Luke Cunning off a face-off win, just put it in. The Sharks, who had only scored three goals twice, now have four in the game. 6.35 or 16.35 to go in the second period. Neighbors back door and his shot gets blocked. The puck cleared by the Sharks ahead. Hoffman in, score. What a shot. He didn't waste any time knowing Pareko was on him. He risked a laser over the blocker of Bennington. All that pressure by the Blues, but it's 5-0 San Jose. Second of the game for Hoffman. 6.15 to go, second period. Over to the wing, slap shot, score! Falk! As the Blues blow one past Kakinen. That slap shot might have been deflected by Butch Navich. And the St. Louis Blues are on the board. It's 5-1. 6.04 to go in the third. Nine left, and the Blues come into San Jose and are the third victim of the year for the Sharks. There's the final. 
Horn sounds and the Blues hang their heads as they skate to the locker room. Trounce tonight in San Jose, five to one. Well, a couple quick nuggets to throw you after the loss last night. First off, Kakinen, who was one and four with a 5.22 goals against average against the Blues, was absolutely fantastic and the number one star in the game. The Blues had won eight consecutive games against San Jose, 9-0-1 in their last 10 and 7-0-2 in their last nine in San Jose prior to that. So the entire script for the St. Louis Blues was flipped in that loss last night. Nick Letty, who played nine minutes and five seconds in the first Led the ice time in the first period. Alexei Toropchenko didn't play much in the first at just 1.49. Scott Perunovich had only three minutes and four seconds of ice time in the first. Now, those ice times would balance out a little bit as the game went on. But one crazy nugget throughout that game. By the end of the second period, every single St. Louis Blue was minus, and all but two San Jose Sharks were plus. It was one of those kind of games where nobody could be spared. Everybody ended up in the mix of it. Craig Berube gave his thoughts after the game. We looked at the video today and talked about how they're going to come hard, which they do. And there's a lot of pressure and the puck pressure, and they come at you, and we we didn't respond very well to it. Didn't win enough battles early on, and when you're puck pressure like that, you got to make hard plays with the puck, and we didn't do that. Coming in here and have a chance to keep building and gain points in the standings, and... You know, didn't happen. Didn't happen. We're, we weren't good enough. Not enough net presence tonight, you know, for me. The goalie saw most of them. And we had good chances. You know, we didn't have enough net presence to create some second and third opportunities around the net for, you know, rebounds and things like that. So. Let's stay inside the locker room. Here's Justin Falk. I've been feeling pretty good about our game in general, just uh, the way we've been playing, working hard, and, and kind of how we're doing it and how we're getting results. And, um, you know, clean with the puck and whatnot, and there wasn't really much of any of that tonight. Sloppy with the puck pretty early. Um, weren't skating with it, making kind of lazy decisions, and uh, they capitalized early and got the first one, and then um, obviously I thought Hoff did a good job, kept us in there. Um, we didn't play a good first period, and we had a chance to, to kind of right a wrong there in the second, and uh, they jumped on us right away and um, took it from there. Tonight was definitely not a byproduct of our structure or our systems, anything like that. It was a byproduct of of the guys not, not showing up and not putting in the work to, to play. Um, it's the National Hockey League. Guys are always going to work hard, and you can't expect another team to come in and take it easy. Well, there was a lot to sift through by the end of that hockey game, and Joe Vitale helped us sort through it with his breakdown of the game. I give a lot of credit to San Jose. The way they came out, you know, about six shots right off the hop in those first six to seven minutes. The Blues didn't get their first shot till about halfway through that first period. So one thing was very clear. San Jose came out jumping on their toes ready to play a sport of hockey and the blues just were not they were in their shadows they were chasing they were losing battles and and they found themselves in a hole of one nothing they were still in a good spot you head into the second period you're in a good spot you started to kind of trend in the right direction at the end of that first period but the second period is when things really blew open three at uh, four goals excuse me in that second period the three of the four though really came directly off face-offs especially to start the period tomas hurdles line wins the opening draw they go down and it's a tip goal and then it continued to build from there. Two more face-off wins by the fourth line that led to goals during the second period. And that really, to me, was the entire game. The Blues found themselves in such a big hole curves that really couldn't claw back out of it. In the end, the Blues finished with 46 shots on goal, 16 in the second, 19 in the third. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, Keppel Kakinen, you got to give him a lot of credit too. 44 saves on the night for him. He only allowed the one goal against off a high tip by Pavel Buchnevich. A great shot there from Justin Falk. 
Uh, there was times where St. Louis started to bring a little bit of the pressure. And you know what? This goaltender who has seen a ton of shots along with his partner in Blackwood this year really stood tall, especially late as the Blues were trying to make it more and more interesting to make it a two to three goal game. But Kakinen really had the answer all night for San Jose. When a game starts to get away from you like this, how do you grab it and prevent what happened? Well, I think the hardest thing uh, for the St. Louis Blues is they found themselves chasing so much because of faceoffs. And I think that that certainly was a storyline in the second period. And, you know, it was one of the biggest storylines coming in with how much the San Jose Sharks had struggled this year. Only two wins on the season. One thing they were really good at was faceoffs. Tomas Hurdle was the second best in the National Hockey League coming into tonight's game. The Blues were doing very well in, in the dot, especially Robert Thomas heading into tonight's game as well. But San Jose won that. They won the faceoffs. You win possession. And I think the Blues just wasted a ton of energy chasing the puck and trying to retrieve the puck back. That, to me, is where the game really got off the rails there a little bit. Uh, when that fourth goal went in, Craig Berube deciding to go with Jordan Bennington and try to change the mojo up just a little bit. Also to give your goaltender, Joel Holfer, a little bit of a breather as the Blues were a little bit loosey-goosey in front of their own net, especially in that second period. Uh, but this one was just kind of that snowball effect. You really never felt that it was going to come in the right direction. There was one moment in the game, and I remember saying during the broadcast, if the Blues end up not winning this game, this would have been the moment. They were, only, they were down 4-0, but they had a lot of pressure, and they were right about to draw a penalty, at least get a goal. They had about a minute and a half offensive zone time, and then you're going to see Nico Sturm pick the puck up. It was a late change by San Jose. He propelled Mike Hoffman for a breakaway, which ended up going into net. To me, that was the game. That was the entire game right there in a nutshell where the Blues had a lot of offensive zone time, multiple shots at Kakinen, just couldn't get in. And then San Jose with one pass hits Hoffman for the breakaway to make it 5-0. Uh, sometimes when you see games like this, experience games like this, Curbs, you look at plays like that and you, and you have to just kind of shrug your shoulders and say, you know what, maybe it's just not our night. One of those crazy nights, and it was not their night. And, you know, unfortunately, Joe, a lot of momentum that you built up with two great wins, you handed it right back tonight. You, you gave it away, and now it's an opportunity and a challenge to, to try to get it back on this road trip. You look at this road trip as a whole. All teams do this. They kind of lay out the road trip. Okay, this is who we're facing. This is the travel schedule. Here's a back-to-back. -back. These are the games that are going to be tough, and these are the ones you want to win. These are the ones you got to win. And, listen, it's never easy. I don't want to give any disrespect to San Jose Sharks. This is a good hockey team, and it's hard to win games in the National Hockey League. But with that being said, looking at this road trip as a whole, a Coyotes team that has had your number a lot, you're going to face them in the final game. An Anaheim Ducks team on the third game that has been playing some very good hockey here this season, one of the biggest surprise teams in the National Hockey League. The LA Kings, especially on home ice, have been fantastic. They're going to be a heavy team. This game was one of those ones you wanted to start off on the right foot. You want to get this road trip going on the right, on the right note against a team that has been struggling. This was two points you wanted to have. Now you didn't get it. Well, here comes the challenge. Now what are you going to do? You're going to L.A. and you got a back-to-back against -back Anaheim. How are you going to handle those two California teams ultimately finishing off with the Arizona Coyotes? Not the way the Blues wanted to start this road trip, uh, but again, good teams look at these opportunities as a challenge, and we'll see if the Blues can face that come uh, Saturday night against the LA Kings. The last goal scored by the Blues have made it 5-1. to one. Butch Navich with his fifth. Thomas extends his point streak to eight games. That moves Thomas Kapanen and Butch Navich to even on the day. But this really was a total team loss. Every player prior to that goal skating for the Blues was minus at that point in time. Yeah, it just was a, a complete effort uh, for San Jose and maybe a, a complete just... A 
I would say, tough game overall for, for St. Louis, and it was kind of spread thin. Like it was what I mean you is can't it wasn't one, one line yeah. that got abused. You can't find one player right. that, you know, you looked at, uh, I think it was the Tampa Bay game. I think it was Steven Samkos was a minus three in that game. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't really like, man, this line was bad, this hurt us, or this defensive pair hurt us, or maybe it was a Scott Prunovich that had a really tough night. Maybe we get Bortuzzo in. It wasn't one player. It was just kind of everyone just uh, equally across the board, just not good enough in the D zone. It was a slow start. You found yourself in a hole. You lost faceoffs, and it just built in the wrong direction. You're going to have games like that. So certainly learning lessons to take from this game and a good practice day tomorrow for St. Louis and Craig Bruby as we arrive in L.A. tomorrow. Uh, try to hopefully uh, work out the wrinkles, iron some things out as you head into a very tough back-to-back with the L.A. and the Ducks coming up this weekend. All right, what do you have with the Bud Light three stars of the game and our Joe Vitale work boots? Number three here tonight, St. Louis native Luke Cunning, one and one, he had the two points in the night. Mike Hoffman, the former blue, with the two goals at number two. And you got to go with Capo Kakinen, 45 saves here tonight for Capo. Uh, actually, maybe they moved it down. It looks like it's maybe 44 saves. They may have switched that total up here. But certainly uh, the goaltender here for San Jose uh, getting the win and plenty of saves here for him. He gets the number one star. Work boots, I'm going to go with Jordan Bennington. Never easy for a goaltender to come in um, as cold as he was, and he got was under some distress right away. Only allowed the one goal to Mike Hoffman there in the second period and really did a good job at least shutting the door and showing some really good competitiveness throughout this game. Time now for my three takeaways of the game. And first off, the first takeaway, the blue lines. It's a pretty simple thing when you break down the game of hockey. Who controls the lines? Whether it be exiting the zone or whether it be getting into the other team zone. Either way, turnovers at the blue lines are killer, and that hurt the Blues last night. They try to clear the zone. The Sharks would knock it down. The Blues would have to retreat back into their own end. Yeah, eventually the Blues did grab some momentum, and they started winning the offensive blue line to create some scoring opportunities. But in the first part of the game, the game was controlled at the blue lines by the San Jose Sharks, and that's why they were able to keep the momentum, take the lead, and never let up. Takeaway number two, this is more of we're going to see what happens here. Scott Perunovich now having played in four straight games. Typically, a loss is a chance for a coach to make a change. Does the coaching staff in Los Angeles on Saturday night decide to put Tyler Tucker back in the lineup? Do they give Scott Perunovich another chance to just keep going with this momentum? We'll have to wait and see. But that's one of those storylines we're going to follow throughout the year is how those defensive pairings are going and how the growth of Perunovich and Tyler Tucker work their way into the lineup as long as this Blues defensive core is healthy. And the number one takeaway of the game tonight well here's the one thing you want to watch for for the st louis blues sometimes this is the kind of loss that can set you back after a couple of great wins over colorado and tampa bay a game that you felt the blues were going to win it didn't go that way now the tough road trip continues down in southern california against a very good los angeles kings team that's competing for a division title in the pacific then an upstart anaheim team that's playing very well under a new head coach the success of the st louis blues this season hinge on their ability to make sure that one loss doesn't become a losing streak. They're able to manage the highs and lows of this season and make sure that they can corral it and turn things right back around into victories and to points. They've done it so far this season. We'll see what happens after this loss, but that is a huge key to the season is not letting long losing streaks kick in after difficult losses, especially like the one they suffered last night. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction. It's your next day postgame podcast. We bring it to you every day after the St. Louis Blues play a game. Next game for the Blues, Saturday night down in Los Angeles against the LA Kings. We'll have the podcast 
stuff for you on Sunday morning. You can download it on all the different podcast platforms or check it out on the website as well. It's Curbside Reaction. I'm Chris Kerber. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of the week. We'll see you on the weekend, and we will see you at the rink.